Hello, everyone. I'm with Tim Miller with Business Development Associates, or BDA. Tim, great to have you on the program. Thanks, Jeff. And I want to talk about how many in the restoration industry seem to focus on homes, mm -hmm. restoring water damage losses in homes, as an example, where the commercial market, there's so much opportunity, it seems like. And you just did a presentation at Restoration Strategies. What, why should they look at commercial restoration? Well, a lot of companies are looking to grow their business. And the residential market is actually um, pretty challenging. Most clients or, or restoration contractors are focused on doing TPA work or maybe doing their online advertising to get work. And they're trying to find other ways to grow the business that are not quite so dependent on those methodologies. Okay. So some watching might think, what about the qualifications or skill sets? Can I transfer what I do with marketing to Mrs. Jones or maybe an adjuster for home who's taking care of homes that have a loss? What's the difference? Well, there's actually a lot of differences. Okay. Um, and it's going to operate at a, a number of different levels. Uh, the first is, what is your production capability? Um, it's one thing to do a $3,000 basement loss. It's another thing to do a $30,000 commercial uh, water damage. So you have to understand what your uh, production abilities really are. You have to understand how to work in commercial properties. And probably even more important, you've got to sell at a more sophisticated level in order to get that work in the first place. Uh, we find that most people are more successful when they're out marketing emergency response programs, sort of pre-selling uh, the job, if you will. And that requires a relatively sophisticated sales program. Yeah, now you talked about that at our event, and i got to say that was interesting, the, the setting things up in advance for the what-ifs, what could happen, and the, and the way you laid that out was nice. How long to get results when you do something like that? And that's the $64,000 question, right? It, it's, um, it's important to have a long time horizon. It's going to take longer than it does to do agency marketing or plumber marketing. Um, and there's so many variables, it's hard to say. But I generally um, recommend that customers that are looking at penetrating the commercial market give themselves at least a year. And I'm not saying they're not going to get any work in that year. But in terms of having a fully operational program, I think that takes about six months um, but then to really feel like there's going to be return on investment and that this is a, a workable program for your company, give it a year. Um, the six-month number is actually a, a pretty important one. We've developed a new training program in conjunction with Restoration ERP, which is an online ERP product. It's actually a six-month, we call it a sales campaign, so mm -hmm. that we train and onboard and manage salespeople for that first six months to really shortcut the process so they can find out if this is going to be a good fit for them. Okay. So um, any big cautions or concerns to think about as we wrap up this interview before people jump into commercial restoration? Like if, if I'm going to do it, talk me out of it maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a few things that I think are major roadblocks. Um, it doesn't mean it's not doable, but you just have to be aware of these. I think the first one I've already talked about, which is what is your company's capabilities? Sure. This should not be aspirational that, hey, just bring me the work, we'll figure it out. You really have to understand what goes into restoring in a commercial environment. Uh, the other one is competition. Uh, in the verticals that you intend to operate in, do you have a strongly entrenched competitor or competitors in your market? That doesn't mean that you can't be successful if you do. It just means it's going to be a lot of work um, and harder work than it would otherwise be. So you have to be aware of, of that. The other um, issue for me, and this is one of my uh, most important ones, you've got to have a good salesperson. Uh, you can start with one. You don't have to have a big sales force, but you've got to have that one know what they're doing. You've got to have a qualified person, and that it's, it's knowable. We can determine whether somebody's qualified or not. 
Um, but you also have to give them a system and a process to follow because otherwise they're just going to be trying to figure it out themselves. And that's not a recipe for success. You've got to have a proven success formula that you train them to operate. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. What you got to do and maybe not do, but uh, take some time, take some effort. Thank you, Tim. Yep. Thank you, Jeff.